Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew Weeb, and I have my wonderful co-host with me, Kaziah Berg. And today we have a wonderful guest, Dr. Megan Roberts. Oh yeah, we're super excited about this, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, you are a wonderful person that I've met so far, and so we'll get to learn a bit more about you here today. So introduce yourself. Well, you already know my name. <laughs> um, I was born and raised in Colorado. I love the mountains. Um, I grew up on a small farm, so I have a soft place in my heart for animals. Um, from a big family, I love kids. Um, yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. So we got you on here today. We want to learn a bit more about you because you, I think you're new here, aren't you? I sure am. Wow. Just about two months wow. since I first moved. How are you liking it so far? Little Three Hills? Yeah, it is little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I, um, having grown up on a small farm in the country, I actually really like the quietness, the smallness. Mm. Um, I'm really not, even though I've lived in big cities, I am not a big city person, really. I like the calm. I like the quiet. So that's, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that's fair. Wonderful. So to get us started here, could you guess one fun fact about yourself? One fun fact. Now, I don't really think that my life has been all that fun, <laughs> but I'll let you choose. Um, I was thinking of possible answers to this question. So perhaps a fun fact might be that I learned how to milk my own goat when I was three years old. That is epic. <laughs> I actually have a picture to prove it. Um, yeah. So uh, that's perhaps one fun fact. Uh, maybe another fun fact would be I climbed the highest point in Southeast Asia, which is called Mount Kinabalu in East Malaysia. And it's a serious mountain. It's like 13 and a half thousand feet. Oh. So that Holy was, um, wow. that was fun. <laughs> oh my. I think you've had a pretty fun life. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Most of us haven't left the country. I mean, I have, but a lot I of people have. haven't. <laughs> oh, okay, example. Um, so now that we have a fun, little fun fact about you, um, give, can you give us like a short little testimony? So like, just, just introduce yourself a little bit more. Yeah. So I was very blessed to grow up in a Christian home. So there's not really a time when I can think of that I did not believe in God or sense my relationship with him. Um, but of course, as you go through life and as you grow up and as you mature and develop and your brain develops and all of those things, you experience more definitely um, very, prof you know, clear moments of profound, deeper encounters with God. Um, I think of some of those in relation to um, my father died when I was seven. Um, and so growing up without a father uh, has its challenges, although also um, in a very, um, a very real sense, my father's death was something of a severe mercy. He was a very broken person and was not very easy to live with. And so um, I kind of struggled with both things and really wrestled with God when I was in my sort of late elementary, middle school years of, why didn't you heal my dad? Um, why don't I have a father now? You could have healed him. Why did he die? But that wrestling with God really uh, brought me to a place where I understood the fatherhood of God in a very real way and a much maybe deeper way perhaps than um, if I had not if I had not had that experience. And I can point to many experiences like that through my life where um, 
though I have walked with God, I think since the time I can remember my earliest childhood memories, always going deeper mm -hmm. at, through whatever, whatever experience or situation that I was in. Mm. And just thinking about that, did you ever have struggles with, since you were a believer since young and you kind of continued in that, were there ever struggles where you felt, uh, I already know this, I've learned this, like what's the point of going any further? And, or, or was there always a desire uh, to know more? Yeah, I think there was always a desire to know more. Um, I got very frustrated, I think, in high school when I had lots of really good questions and I got what I have to say were really trite, uh, black and white, simplistic answers. And then when I got to university and realized that there was this whole world of biblical studies that actually you could dig much deeper and you could actually find answers to these questions, I was really angry. And then uh, I felt like I had been starved. I felt like this life-giving word that I had hungered for had been withheld from me. Um, and then you do realize, though, that the more questions you ask and the more answers you find, sometimes the more questions there are <laughs> that, that are harder to answer. And I, I, did have, I did have moments in university when... I was very much struggling with the complexity of the person of God and not really sure that I wanted a relationship with him anymore. Mm. And yet I had seen enough of sort of other religious systems or even just a secular worldview. And I really very much felt like Peter of this, uh, this place of to whom shall I go? You alone have the words of eternal life. So even though I was very skeptical about the character of God for periods of time, I also uh, was compelled by the depth and the truth of sort of the Christian worldview that nothing else compared to that. And so I stuck with it. Yeah, that's some good profound words. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your time in university was obviously very, very fulfilling to like mm -hmm. your, where you are now and like now you're at Prairie teaching Old Testament. So exciting. Um, what are all the classes that you are teaching? So right now I'm teaching Torah. Yep. Next term I get to teach Psalms and wisdom literature. Oh. Then winter term one, I teach Old Testament historical books along with um, a graduate level class of uh, global biblical theology for the masters in global leadership and education. It has wow. a really long name and I can <laughs> wow. never remember it. So that is an online uh, master's degree. And so I'm facilitating that uh, biblical theology class. And then finally, term two, winter term two, I'll teach Torah again, and then my favorite prophets. Nice. Mm. Yes. So very excited. And talking about a lot of Old Testament, does that mean you're a director of Old Testament? Or what are you the director of? Could you yeah, explain that? So I'm the director of uh, the Bible theology program. So the encounter, one year encounter, the two year diploma, and then the four year Bible theology degree. And don't totally know what it means to be the director of that program yet, having only been here for two months, but I'm figuring it out. Figuring it out. Yep. Mm -hmm. What is the most interesting thing that you've learned about your job so far coming into it? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I, well, I don't know if the most interesting thing I learned about my job, but 
One thing I really appreciate about this first term Torah class is the great diversity of students. Yeah. So I have high flex students and I have in-person students and um, a lot of like, yeah, I have the ones that are straight out of high school, but I also have students who took time off and worked or who are in their late 20s and 30s and are married with children and are coming back to this for another reason. Um, so I really appreciate that diversity. I'm not sure that I was expecting that mm. and I really love it. I love how the different life experiences um play out in class discussions and provide perspective and how the students can learn from each other because of that diversity of, of background. Mm -hmm. So I really like, I really like that. Very cool. That's very good. And with a lot of your program and your kind of time here, I know it's only been two months, but do you have any ideas or goals that you want to take some of this towards or anything that you want, any endeavors you have that you're working on that even we could be either praying about or yeah. just thinking about? Yeah, um, I'm not sure I have goals because I'm still trying to sort of figure out sort of what's already in place. Um, in terms of like what I would change, I have no idea about that. Mm -hmm. I need to be here for longer, I think, before I think about that. But um, a definite goal would be that every student who I am advisor for in the Bible theology program would really strongly... Um, sort of, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, that they would encounter the presence of God in his word in a way that they could explain in no other way than that God himself has met them. Mm. Wow. Because awesome. if they experience the presence of God in his word, then they can take that and help other people encounter the presence of God in his word as well. Mm. That is a worthy goal indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. And we will be praying for that for sure. Thank you. Awesome. So mm -hmm. lastly, yes. <laughs> I know you kind of talked about one of your favorite things in the classes, but now that you're new here, we got to get your perspective. What was something, that, what is your favorite part about prayer? Or maybe there's something that knew you, you didn't expect to happen at prayer, but you love it now that you're here. Well, I didn't expect it to be such an eclectic global community. Huh. Uh, I knew it was small. I knew it was in a tiny town. I knew it was rural, but of course I hadn't ever visited before I moved. So that was interesting. Um, and so when I got here just to meet the international workers and residents, um, to recognize or to, to learn more fully about all of the ways in which Prairie is connected to the global body of Christ, um, I was shocked and having lived overseas and having traveled a lot, I feel very much like a third culture person. And so I really, really appreciate the sort of eclectic global atmosphere of Prairie that you would not expect in tiny three hills, rural <laughs> Alberta. Very yeah, true, no. very true. Yep. It's sometimes you're, you're always surprised by the different stories or different people that you meet just even in the small community. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was so thrilled at the first staff and faculty potluck. The prairie community knows their rice. And this <laughs> seems so strange, but it's so important to me having lived in Asia, Southeast Asia. Um, and I was like, oh, it's going to be okay. These, these, people, My these, people, these people know good rice and they know the difference between this kind of rice and that kind of rice and which food you should eat what kind of rice with. This is a good sign. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, I'm so glad that you feel welcome uh, in your rice. Yes, uh, yes. Warms my heart. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think this is us signing off. Yes, thank yeah. you very much for joining mm-hmm. us here today. And My pleasure. Thanks giving, for the invitation. Giving just yeah. a little short introduction, we want to introduce you to prospective students, current students, anyone that's listening. doesn't even have to be students. It could be faculty, staff, random people yeah. around the world. So Come study at Prairie. It's a great place. Yeah. We get people from everywhere here. So yes, we do. Solid. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much to you listeners. If you have any prayer requests that you uh, want us to share either anonymously and we can be praying for our community, send those over. Or if you have questions or things you want us to talk about, send that to us as well at andrew.weebatprairie.edu and at kazai.berg.prairie.edu. Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day there. We are signing off. See ya. Happy